Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Legion with Live stream. That's the number 247, the 1st of February, 2020. It's here, everyone. It's not a leap year, or it might be. I don't remember. But leaping to year the four is Alex Garthar, Marsh, and Brett, he the dog Hello, everyone. I hope we find you well. And uh, today is going to be a short day. Garthon, his voice is tenuous at best. Garthon is sick. So, uh, yes, he is very sick, and he has been for a whole week. So yes, I have. So this is a killer thing. Everyone's got it, apparently. I wasn't and it's here last week so that I could attend a work function, but I was too sick to attend the work function. So it's been a solid week. I've been sick now. Yep. There you go. Yay. So, yeah. And uh, what do we got going for today? I'll go ahead and read that off for everybody. On today's uh, today segments. is my final segment on Dungeon Crawl Classics RPG Character Creation Part 2. We've created the zero level characters, we've whittled them down to one remaining, and that one remaining gets the honor of being an actual classed citizen. Remember, zero level lives don't matter. Very true. Yes. And then in Garthon's Comic Bowl, we're looking at Savage Avengers number nine, Red Sonia, Age of Chaos number one. Is it trying to catch that lightning in a bottle that was the last Red Sonia series? Well, first half of it, anyway. I don't know. It's a totally different thing. We'll talk about that. Cool. It'll be good. And then Batman, Curse of the White Knight, number six. And this is ongoing. I think you've done every one, right? Yeah, I've done every issue of Batman, Curse of yeah. the White Knight so far. And it's been kind of a weird ride, and it gets yeah, weirder. It's been a, a, it was a real slow burn. Like the first four issues were like real slow, but then it started to speed up on four and five. Yeah. So well, uh, yeah, hopefully n number six hit the hit the gas on this one. That'd be great. Bracelet trying to avoid illness through eating super hot chili. Good idea. Burn out your esophagus and your gut. <laughs> hey, you get it hot enough, those viruses will die. It's true. Or you. It's a toss up. It's it's like radiation therapy. That's right. <laughs> Information. Today's giveaway is Rusty Lake Paradise. It's an adventure puzzle horror point and click very positive. Oh god! I can't take it! There it is. Wow. Oh my goodness. Oh, Lantern, tier one subscription. Thank you very much. Outstanding. Is that bug making out with that dude? That's weird. No, it's not making out. I I think I think it's Oh, it's like sticking all the way through his brain. Look, yeah, it's going at the other the side. Through, yeah, going through the side. That is That's that is this is very Edgar Allan Poe-ish going on. Right I don't here. know. That's just creepy. It is that, is that. Yeah, it is that. I'm so disturbed. It's a puzzle game. You should be disturbed as well. And if you enjoy being disturbed in that way, stay tuned for the giveaway. For all followers. Don't even have to be a subscriber. It's got to be a follower. You can get that. Be a follower. Yeah, that's right. Good to go. Happening at a secret point later in the live stream. Thanks for the follow. Here's our stream schedule. Monday. Sunday, 9 p.m. Central. Lunar, still a Star Trek complete. That should be happening tomorrow. Monday, at, go, you go ahead. You do this. Okay. Monday at uh, 10 a.m. Central Time is Seven Days to Die. Now, my fault is gone because she got a new job and it conflicts with her new working hours. So, Sherris and I will be taking on the Day 70 Horde. And then at 8 p.m., uh, my fault comes back because guess what? Work doesn't last 24 hours and he'll be back along with uh, sauce mouse and shares. We'll be playing don't starve together so far. I'm not super keen on the game, but we're going to stick it out and I'm going to see if I can make it work. And then of course, Wednesday at uh, 10 AM, we come back to seven days to die and Thursday at eight 30 PM. 
uh, Garthon and I will take on Imperion Galactic Survival yet again. Uh, we weren't able to make it last week. If Garthon feels better, maybe we'll have a stream early in the week. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a makeup day because this is a competition. So we don't want to lose those hours. And then on Friday, 10 a.m. is uh, Seven Days to Die again. And Saturday, of course, right here, right now, is the Legion of Myth weekly live stream. Now, this is all on the Legion of Myth Prime or the main Legion of Myth channel. And then we have the Deuce, the Legion of Myth 2. And that is with uh, uh, Max Liao and Noro. Max Liao is streaming the Legend of Heroes Trails in the Sky on Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time. It is a JRPG. He didn't think he was going to like it. No one thought he was going to like it, but he does. And then on Thursday at 11 a.m. Central Time, he will be playing with his wife, Noro. Oh, thank you for the for the bits, Raven's Lair. Appreciate Woo! it. Thank you. Outstanding. They'll be playing Portal Knights, where uh, where everyone actually gives bits to Noro to push Max Leal off of things, which is fun. Which is good. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. She barely needs the encouragement, but she'll take barely, it. Barely. Barely. But, you know, hey. If you're going to do something, if you got a talent at something, don't do it for free. That's right. There you go. The going gets weird, the weird turn pro. <laughs> and Garth on Street, Dragon Ball Z, Carrot. Uh, Friday nights, usually. I try and find time throughout the week that doesn't happen. I did it for last Friday because I can't talk. But it's mm -hmm. going to happen this week. It will. The continuing adventures of Kakarot and the balls and being alive again. That's all I got to say right. with that. It's been fun. It's weird. I don't know. Last time I streamed, I was like, I don't know what's happening here. Where's he the dog to tell me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but JetCon 2020 is on the way. Uh, join us in Indianapolis. We're all going. Uh, I've, I've, I've uh, posted my, my four-day pass in Discord, and uh, I got my hotel already. And uh, Garthon, uh, did you buy your tickets? I forgot it was registration time because I was busy as sick. Whatever. <laughs> well it uh, you don't have to worry about it the housing portal doesn't open until the 9th february so you got to buy your passes before you can get into the housing lottery and it's going to be a group lottery thing again so get ready for that and then the activity sign up is for 17 may 2020 this is the important one this is the one you got to be basically there you got to be there when it happens because the ticket you want always sells out in five yeah, that's seconds that's true this this is just the way the world works and then, of course, you'll be joining us at uh, 30 July uh, when we actually go to Gen Con. We arrive and we start playing games. And if you want to discuss this or talk about it or whatever, you can join us in our Discord discussions on uh, the Discord link shown below. Indeed. Don't forget Twitch, YouTube, and social media. Twitch TV slash Legion Legion with Prime. The primary channel with their anime, comics, and game reviews. And other such things. Keith the, he the Dogs team ups with Garthon and other important people. And Garthon's retro games. Legion with 2. The Legion with 2. The Deuce is our secondary channel. And it's Max Liao's Year of the JRPG. It's the self-induced thing he did for some reason, but it's fine. And of course, we have the Noro's Variety Streams. And every thousand bits that you give to the Deuce... Uh, it activates a free game giveaway. The deuce. So for 10 bucks, you got a chance to win a game. That's right. There you go. The game will usually be worth about $10. Fair enough. So that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. And the Ocho, which doesn't ah, exist. I, have, I know. I told. I did it on stream last time. That's right. You own the Ocho, but we don't I, actually use I it. I own Legion of Myth 8. I own it. It's mine. <laughs> I own the Ocho. 
The Ocho is where Garth on streams only Xbox original games. Such as Blink's The Time Sweeper. And Brute Force. Games that are terrible and only on the original Xbox. And Heathen Dog only streams emulations of, of uh, adult hentai games. Ooh, Mech Assault 2. That's a really bad one, too. That's terrible. <laughs> and at YouTube slash Alicia Smith, we got individual Alicia Smith live stream segments, highlight video game streams, recorded tabletop RPG videos. Tweet at Alicia Smith. Tweet us. We'll tweet you. Get it forward. We'll, and we announce stuff there. And, but most of our stuff is on Discord. So go there. Be a part of it. Discuss. Chat up. Uh, I post what comics I'm going to be doing. Many things are posted there, so check it out. Join us. Mm-hmm. At Legion with Gear, shop.spreadsheet.com slash Legion of Myth. Get our gear, impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, and find love with your Legion with Gear at shop.spreadsheet.com slash Legion of Myth. My voice sounds even worse than I thought it would. <laughs> okay, I'll do this one. I want to thank our Patreon providers. Uh, Gary, Brian, Sharis, Reese, and Aaron, thank you very much. You help keep the lights on around here. And of course, uh, cheers, uh, Zahn, uh, Jamie Jan, uh, Sean Paxlayer, and of course, Raven's Lair, just now. Duh. And for gift subscriptions, I'd like to thank Zahn, uh, Sean Butts, and Synthetics and Jinsa for their subscriptions to the community. Thank you very much. That's awesome. And of course, thank you to all of our current subscribers, which we don't have a whole lot of now because, you know, but this is our review and rating system remember half star is horrible five star is extraordinary now i have a feeling i have a prediction i don't know this for a fact i have a prediction that garthon is going to give at least one red and one green rating today and i think the green is going to be batman and the red is going to be savage avengers i have a feeling just a feeling in the cockles of my groin. You need your groin cockles checked. <laughs> Just so you know. All right. All right, all right. The opinions and commentary expressed in this episode belong solely to the individual commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, this content is not targeted towards children under the age of 13, and may include the occasional use of foul or offensive language. Thank you for understanding and continued viewership. Alright. In a world gone mad, only one man could unlock the door to your mind. Heathen Dogs RPG Fundamentals. Thank you very much, Garthon. Hello, everyone. Hope we at the Legion Myth find you well. And today is the final segment for Dungeon Crawl Classics RPG. This is the end of character generation. I have gone through an overview of the entire system. I've gone, well, an overview of the entire game, and then a specific overview of the system, how the game is played, what's all that, and then creating zero-level characters, turning that zero-level character into a first-level character today. If you like this, go ahead and check out uh, my other streams on it, and go ahead and give a like and subscribe to the channel, because we give you this kind of content all the time, and I think you're going to love it. Let's look at the credits for this particular game. This I'm not, good I'm not saying we're begging you to like and subscribe, no, but, no. but we are. We are begging well, you at this moment. I am begging yeah. you. I am a sick man. I don't know how much longer I have on this earth at this point. I need you. I need you to like 
or dislike because the algorithm doesn't care and subscribe yeah there you go thank you thank you publishers goodman games and this game came out in 2012 or 2003 depending on how you look at it i went through that in the system overview i mean in the in the general game overview and it's designed by joseph goodman you can buy this at the draft rpg if you want the pdf only for 25 bucks you can go goodmangames.com go directly to the horse's mouth and you can get wait the har- wait his name actually is goodman yes and he has goodman games yes i'm changing my last name to lady pleaser that way I could just, you know, that's just the last one, hey, and then I could have Lady Pleaser on everything. There you go. All right. Yep, that's that. completely legit. Cough medicine, it's good for you. It is good for you. There you go. If you want to go to Goodman Games, uh, you can get uh, $40 to get you the hardcover and the PDF. But if you go to Amazon, and they upped the price just recently, since last week, it was something like 34 and change. Now it's $37.61. This is as of two hours of this airing. You can get the hardcover and the PDF. Now, you can also get the softcover and PDF for $25 on Amazon as well. So, Amazon's just got the best deal all around, no matter your poison. All right, so let's go into character creation. This is making your level one character. First, you have to choose your class. If you are human and if your zero level character who survived the zero level adventure is human, you get to choose between warrior, thief, wizard, or cleric. There is no minimum or maximum attribute scores, nothing like that. You get to be whatever you want. doesn't matter. Unless, of course, in your zero level character creation, you are a race. If you're a dwarf, halfling, or elf, you have to continue as a dwarf, halfling, or elf just as a leveled character. And me, I chose cleric. All right. Now, the reason being is because you guys threw in on Twitter, on Discord, and on chat, and Thief and Cleric tied. Thief was the obvious choice because the guy who lived got a plus two to agility modifier. But I chose Cleric. The reason being is because it's the it's the most different out of all the classes. You look at Warrior and Dwarf. Dwarf is like a mini Warrior. Halfling is like a mini thief, and Elf is a mini wizard, but a cleric is just a cleric. Nothing else is like it. So I chose cleric. All right, now, just to remind you, let's go to the next slide and take a look at what happened on uh, on character creation part one when we, I made my four zero-level characters. Only one of them survived, Billy, Billy Lug, the guild beggar. He made it. He made it through the, through the gauntlet that is zero-level. Remember, uh... Zero level lives don't matter in this game. That's just the way it is. So gods and demons and luck and and destiny mean nothing to a zero level character. They are nothing. You have to be a level for stuff like that to care about you. So they all died either horribly or comically. Nobody died heroically because zero level characters aren't heroes. They can't do that. But Billy Lug made it. So let's go ahead and make Billy Lug a first level cleric. Okay, first off, making a cleric. These are your basics. You got to get your hit points. Clerics get their own hit point, hit point die, just like warriors get their own stuff like that. Don't worry, we're gonna get into it. And these are your, and then you go to your level modifiers. Being a first level cleric, you get all of these things. You get a saving throw bonus, all of them, all three saving throws, you get a bonus. You get an attack modifier. You get uh, your own crit table and number and level of spells you can cast. All right, great. And after that, you have to choose a god. This is based on your alignment. You get to choose based on your alignment. And if you look back, you'll see that Billy Lug is neutral. 
because I rolled neutral during his character creation. So he has to pick a neutral god. So we'll be, we'll be doing that here. And then you get to choose your weapon. Now your weapon is based on your religion. So you are you have to choose a weapon inside your your god's chosen uh, sphere of, of weaponry. Yeah, that's what you got to do. And then you get your magical clerical abilities. These are laying on hands, uh, spells, turning, and divine aid. These are all fairly special. Don't worry, I'm going to get into all of them. First, we're going to go to hit points. All right, the basic cleric. This is what we're doing. Clerics have a D8 hit die. So every time they gain a level, they get a D8 hit points. Now, this is added to the hit points you already had at zero level. All zero level characters roll a D4. So it's a basically a D4 and a D8 added together. I rolled a six on the D8. I already had two for my zero level. Billy already had two hit points. So my total hit points is eight. All right, now my level modifiers. My attack modifier, as you can see from the chart below me, is zero. Because level one is a plus zero attack modifier for clerics. My crit die and crit table, I get a D8 for my crit die, and I'm rolling on table number three. That is a table for clerics. It's really good. And my action die, that is the die I roll all of my action, my normal actions upon. It's like a rolling to hit with a weapon you're proficient with or, or rolling a skill that you know. You roll a D20. Now, as I get higher in level, as you see from the chart, that changes because I get more proficient at just being cool being a cleric so that changes and my uh my three uh saving throws uh, i get a zero one one reflex fortitude and willpower uh cleric as you can see if you look down the chart uh cleric's strong saving throw is willpower next is fortitude and last is reflex but i got my plus two agility so that gives me a plus two right off the bat and that's good and then i get four first level spells i choose four first level spells i can cast those all day go ahead and watch the uh the video i did on magic and uh it'll tell you why now next we have gods and monsters choosing a god like i said it's based on your alignment now if you looked on the neutral alignment i get to choose from amon tor god of mysteries and riddles uh ildavir goddess of nature pelagia goddess of the sea or cthulhu priest of the old ones why that's neutral i have no freaking idea but that's just the way it is i don't i guess it's neutral because you just don't care it's like whatever everything falls to death anyway whatever yeah now in in the history of of this game there was uh the the uh the old ones which is cthulhu and his pantheon that created law and chaos and then the law and chaos gods created the earth and the people and the demi-humans and all that stuff. So technically, he is neutral. Doesn't care. Is neutral. So there you go. But I did not choose uh, Cthulhu because I thought that would be too weird. So I chose Amentor. Now, the reason I chose Amentor, because if you if you hearken back to to the how every, all of my other zero-level characters died... Um, uh, Billy should not have lived. I mean, he doesn't believe he should have lived. So he is perplexed by that. That So he decided that the God of Riddles was a good fit for him because he wants to unravel the mysteries of the world, why things happen the way they do. And this just seemed like a perfect fit. 
So uh, my, the weapons, I can choose a dagger, mace, sling, staff, or any kind of sword that I want. I chose a mace just because for me that felt more cleric-y. I don't know, just did. And uh, there is no armor restriction for cleric. He can wear any kind of armor he wants. Uh, I chose studded leather just because uh, it doesn't say anywhere in the book that your clerical order gives you starting weapons or armor. And maybe the book doesn't want you to have them, but I would not join a clerical order unless it gave me a weapon and armor. And I figure it would give me something like studded leather that that's not even halfway up the list. So there you go. That's what happened. That's why I chose it. All right, let's go next. Powers of the gods. These are uh, some of your special clerical abilities. The first one is laying on hands. This is cool. I really like this about clerics because in many other games, clerics can't automatically heal people like paladins do lay on hands heal folk they have to have a spell they have to burn a spell slot to heal people sure it's better than uh paladins laying on hands or stuff like that but it doesn't get to use it as often these laying on hands is very much like a paladin where you just touch someone and then you roll and you heal them but it's also really really good you know, I'll give you an example. Uh, it's based on a spell check, so you have to roll a spell check. So if you roll, say, uh, 1 through 11, you don't heal. You, the chart right below me, the spell check 1 through 11 is a failure. 12 through 13 is a success. Two dice. Now, when, when it says two dice, you're healing two dice of their hit point die. So if you're healing a warrior and their hit point die is a d12, you're healing them for 2d12 damage. Well, that's nice. I like how that works. Yeah, and this doesn't run out. You can't run. There's no number of times a day. You just, oh, just all day long. You know, there, of course, there are, there are detriments to failing with a one. It gives you disapproval and failing uh, increases the range of disapproval. But I, again, I went over that in, in my magic segment. So go ahead and check out that video. But the better you roll, the more dice of damage you can heal. But you can also heal conditions. Like uh, uh, right below me, you see broken limbs, organ damage, disease, paralysis, poison, blindness, or deafness. If you roll, say, a 14, and the person is of the same alignment as you are, they will be healed three dice. Or healed from a broken limb, organ damage, paralysis, or poison. Now, you can't split it up, all right? Let, let's say you roll a 14, but you only want to spend two to cure a disease, and you got three dice. Well, that one die is just lost. You're the healing a condition or you're healing damage. You can't do both. That's the only limitation of laying on hands. So laying on hands is super cool. Turning. Now, turning is uh is based on your alignment and your god all right your god considers some things unholy and this is turning unholy so for a god of law unholy would mean demons for a god of chaos unholy would mean angels for a god of neutrality it's pretty much the smattering of in the middle so you have you have the most versatility and like anything else it's a spell check all right, it's a spell check, and uh, you roll, you roll on the on the chart below me. Like most things in this game, one through eleven is it doesn't work. Uh, Twelve through whatever you get with bonuses is a success. As you can see, just like in many other games, the higher you roll, the more you turn. 
and uh, there's a special one called Holy Smite. Now, this has no save, but if you roll high enough to get a Holy Smite, not only do you turn like normal, you know, what, whatever whatever grid you land on, you turn, but also uh, one or more creatures that are in front of you take damage that they cannot save, they cannot avoid, they just take it because they're unholy and the god hates them. And the really cool thing about this turning is that if you turn something that your god considers unholy, it is turned for 3d10 minutes. That means it is running away from you, or if it can't run away, cowering in a corner for 3d10 minutes per turning. That's amazing. That's, that's basically the whole fight. You know, you get right down to it. Uh, but unless the, the grid says they get no save, all of the unholy things save with a willpower check against the result of your spell check. So if you roll a 20 and they have to beat a DC 20 on their, on their willpower save, if they do, then they are not turned. If they don't, then they are turned and they run or cower, whatever. Now, the rest of the powers, divine aid. All right, this is the, the next one. Uh, this is you requesting a direct action from your God. You can... Call, pray to your God and say, listen, God of smiters, I need you to start some, some smiting. I need you to, to take your holy finger and touch this bad guy and wreck him. And you can do that. You roll a spell check. And the, the uh, DC depends on the level of, of action you want, your, you want your God to take. You know, if it's like, God, I, I, I need you to make this oil last in this lamp last eight days instead of one or seven days or whatever seven more days that's a dc 10 that's fine god i need you to uh to summon 18 earth elementals out of the earth and smite this uh, offending army well that would be dc 18 19 20 25 whatever whatever the gm decides that is now if you succeed and god comes to you with direct aid your disapproval range immediately increases by 10 all right now Again, if you want the full explanation of disapproval, that's in the magic segment. You can you can check you can take a look at it. But disapproval starts at one, add ten to it. That's eleven. That means if you fail a normal failure anywhere, rolling a one to eleven will be automatic. God has disapproved of you, and you must take a punishment or a gius or something. And finally, you have your clerical spells. Spells given to you by your God. And at first level, I get to choose four. There's about 11 first level spells in this main book. And there, there's ancillary books that, that give you more spells and stuff like that. But the first level book has, has about 11 first level spells. You can cast these spells all day long. You, there is no charges. There's no mana. There's no memorization. There's no praying for how many times a day. No, you just get to keep rolling until you succeed or God takes away your ability because you failed too many times because you got too much disapproval. I chose blessing, food of the gods, protection from evil, and resist cold and heat. Now, the reason I chose these was very much because of the character who won. Uh, Billy was a beggar. So that means he was on the street, hungry all the time, the elements all the time. So food of the gods and resist cold or heat was because of his background. He didn't want to be hungry anymore, and he was tired of being hot and cold. Now, the protection from evil is because... Uh, during his fight, he thought that God was God was a God was protecting him from 
from being killed. So he decided he wanted to be able to protect himself and others later on in the same way. And blessing just because he figures God should be able to bless people and things. You know, and, and it's a great way to make holy water. So there you go. That was it. Now, if we look at our next slide, we can see that this is the character we have made. Go ahead and embiggen it so everyone can, can read it. He changed his name from Billy to William because, you know, he's a real person now. He's a he's a first level character. He's classy now. He's exactly classy now. That's right. And uh, he, his occupation still was guild beggar, but now his class is cleric. He has a 15 armor class. Huh? Yeah. That's much everyone's improved. Yeah. Everyone starts with armor class of 10, uh, adjusted by your agility modifier. That goes to 12. And studded leather gives a plus three. That goes to 15. Hit points are eight. His initiative is plus two, again, thanks to his agility. His action die is a d20. His attack is his action die is a d20 because he's also using uh, weapons that he is proficient with. Uh, his critical die is a d8, and he rolls on the critical table number three. And uh, you can see that his melee attack and melee damage is zero, zero because his strength is no modifier, but his missile attack is two, two because his agility gives a plus two modifier. And you can see his spells, you can see his god, and the lay on hands, uh, quick uh, quick thing where you can you can write the name of the people in your party if they are the same alignment, adjacent alignment, or opposed alignment, and what you have to roll to heal them, that's cool. And uh, you see your weapons, your equipment, your armor. This is all you really need to play the game. This is it. You've now made a first level character. I like the old school looking character sheet too. That's nice. Yes. Oh, oh. And uh, in, if you're watching on YouTube, the uh, the link to the free Google Drive where where this fillable PDF is available uh, will be in the description below. And I'm going to put it in the chat for everyone else right there. Now, uh, there's fillable PDFs for every class, for a single zero level character, for the quad zero level character that I, I showed you and for every race. So there, there is a fillable PDF character sheet for everybody, to, no matter what. And it's all free, all free to download from the uh, from the Goodman Games. Uh, I believe it's the, the Goodman Games uh, Google Drive. So go ahead and check that out. And that will bring us to the beautiful conclusion of Dungeon Crawl Classics RPG. Uh, I hope you liked it. I had fun. I really, I like this game. Pers like I said before, I would not play a wizard or a warrior, but a cleric or a thief, I'm all about it. All about it. So what did you think about it? I want to know your thoughts. What do you think of this segment? What do you, what do you think about uh, DCC RPG by itself? Now, people who have watched the whole thing, you know all about it. What do you think about it? Would you play it or would you not? And is there another tabletop RPG you want me to start now? Next, I have Star Trek Adventures. So that's my next one. But the one after that, I am willing to, uh, to entertain uh, suggestions from the crowd. So yeah, and if you like this video and you want more of this comment, please like and share with your tabletop RPG friends. Come on, they're gonna like it too. If you liked it, they'll probably like it because they're your friends. They like you, they like the stuff you like. And go ahead and subscribe to Legion of Myth, uh, Anime, Comics, and Games. Thank you very much for watching. Garthon, take it away. Thank you, Ryan. Remember, if you like this, you'll like other streams we have, so join us, please. This has been Heathen Dogs Tabletop Game Fundamentals. And remember, everyone, be a legionnaire.
It's now time to begin our follower giveaway. That's right. Starting the giveaway now. Bam. Entry is open. Anyone can come in on this. Exclamation point. Paradise. Paradise. Not hard to spell. That's right. This one's easy. Not, not hard at all. Ravenslayer did it. Anyone can do it. That's right. <laughs> Severin, jump in there. Just got to be a follower. Not pair of dice. Don't do that. What is, that's a tiny half cough drop. That's not even fair. All right. So everyone, XWH went Paradise, join this. The roll will be after the comic pull. That's right. <gasps> what just happened? Oh, no. It's a cheer, Zod. Thank you, Zod. Thank, Thank you very you much. Thank you very much. Thank you. We Outstanding. appreciate that. All right. Zod, get in on this giveaway. Yes, Garthon's comic pull. Garthon pulls comics. He tells you about it. Garthon is six. So this is going to be short. Savage Avengers, number nine. Written by Gary Duggan. Art by Patch Zercher. Is he actually named Patch or is that a nickname? I mean, I don't not want to make fun of someone's name, but... Logan, Wolverine goes by Patch sometimes. Colors by Java Tartaglia. Publication date, 8 January 2020, or if you go by inside the book, March. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. All right. So, pretty neat book. Uh, Savage Avengers are pretty cool. Mainly, it's uh, Conan plus uh, Marvel Avengers type characters. Mm. Uh, they were tracking on Cool and Gath, the evil sorcerer. Last issue ended with Doctor Doom and Doctor Strange confronting Cool and Gath with Conan to find the whereabouts of the body of Brother Voodoo so they can bring him back to life because he's not quite dead. Oh, he's mostly dead. He's mostly dead. Uh, last issue, Kulagath killed Dr. Doom. Turned out, of course, was a Doom bot. Then Dr. Doom warps in and is like, yeah, you suck, Kulagath. This whole issue is like is a protracted fight between Doom and Strange and Conan against Kulagath. So it's actually pretty neat. A lot of action, some good uh, combat, some nice character back and forth. The art works really well. Great use of color and shadow. Uh, it is not a happy comic, but then mm. in like Savage Avengers, you should not be expecting a happy comic. There's a nice dramatic moment where it looks like all is lost, and it looks like Doom calls in some sort of uh, satellite-based missile. <laughs> of course. Because Doom is prepared for, you know, stuff like yeah, this. Yeah. Eventualities. So, uh, Doctor Strange is almost is almost dead. Doom is getting his butt kicked. Conan's getting his butt kicked. The ICBM is coming in from outer space. It crashes through the pyramid where they're fighting. And you instead of an explosion, hmm? this weird advanced set of Doctor Doom armor kind of crawls its way out and grabs... Doctor Strange and pulled him into it. Because right. that's who Doctor Doom programmed it to grab. That's a way to go, I guess. Well, because he knows that's the person who's going to be most useful in this situation. Fair. Well, I still leave cool again. That'd be pretty cool, Mark Hawkman. So, the big dramatic moment at the end of the book, everyone's down, except Doctor Strange is back in Doctor Doom-style armor with his cape, because his cape, you know, moves out of the way. It's like, all right, sweet, whatever. Sure. And is ready to kick some Kulagath ass in Dr. Doom armor. Uh, fun issue, kind of crazy. 
really action based. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think I would. This series has been really good so far. Really enjoyed it. If you like some good pulpy action, this is for you. I'm going to give it four stars. Yeah, I, I screwed that one up. Four stars for Savage Avengers. My voice right now is one star. That's okay. <laughs> so everyone, what do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Savage Avengers number nine? Your thoughts should be, it's awesome. I want to buy more Savage Avengers because you should. Is there a copy of series you'd like me to review? Let me know because I will review it. I'll look at it at least. If you like these reviews, like or share. I'm not that I'm going to beg, but I'm begging. Come on, listen to my voice. I, I can barely talk and I'm here for you. Subscribe to Legion with Anime Comics Games. Be a Legionnaire! Mute button as I cough myself to death. All right. Yes, got that's comic, Paul! Oh, Battle Hearts Four Stars thing didn't work. I don't know why. The bot's running. The bot's broken. I don't care. But I do care! Oh, just start, start over. Red Sonia, Age of Chaos, number one. Written by Eric Burnham. Not Michael Burnham. That's Spock's sister. Art by Jonathan Cow. Colors by Celeste Woods. Publication date January 22nd, 2020. Look at that. It's Sonya. Yeah, it's an amazing cover. That is that an is amazing right cover. It's art. If you're into heavy metal and you're like 16, that cover will blow your mind. Exactly. I'm 43. That cover's doing it. It's doing it. <laughs> it's just doing something. All right. If you're familiar with Chaos Comics, uh, some of the big characters are Evil Ernie. That's probably their biggest one. Uh, Purgatory. A uh, bunch of people like that. Uh, so dark characters, lots of death, lots of dismemberment type stuff. The book starts out with Red Sonia fighting. Who's that? Cooling Gath, everyone's favorite necromancer from the... Damn it, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> so she kills Cooling Gath, takes his magic eye resurrect necklace, and it's a pretty dark scene. You can tell, like, his head's rolling down, like, I'll be back, and she just starts stomping his head. <laughs> she looks like she just came out of a 1980s, you know, Thunderdome. But that's okay, because that's what this book's all about. All right. Anytime you decide you're going to mix Red Sonia with characters from Chaos Comics, you've already said, okay, screw, you know, F rules, F making sense, we're going to have some fun, there's going to be blood. Mm. Takes the magic resurrect me amulet from that, his cooling gas power source, throws the bottom of the ocean. The standards oh. with her is like, this is a bad omen, it'll certainly come to haunt us. She's like, yeah, whatever, and then vampires eat him. She's like, oh, damn. Guess he was right. Oh, well. <laughs> and she kills the vampires. Uh, but in modern times, it first goes to evil Ernie, who's killing a uh, rapist and murderer, because that's what he does. He kills sure. bad guys. All right. And he gets great pleasure from that. Which you could say makes him a bad guy as well, but he's a bad guy who only kills bad guys. And much like... He's the, he, he's the Dexter of bad guys. He's the Dexter of bad guys, 30 years before Dexter was made. Boom! Just saying. There it is. And he's undead. And he has a button he talks to. If you ever see Lady Death comics, Lady Death comes from Evil Ernie. Okay. Are you familiar with Lady Death, Heathen Dog? I'm not. You would like Lady Death. Sure. You would like Lady Death. She has like this amazing Death. character. Uh, it's very interesting. You'd find it, you'd find it interesting. 
So, anyway. Basically, this death, per this weird apparition shows up to Evil Earth. He's like, hey, you know what? There's this, there's a super powerful amulet that showed up. And you should probably get that for yourself. And he's like, ah, I don't care. And she's like, you know what? It'd really help you out. You'd be able to kill more evildoers. He's like, all right, I'll check it out. Next, you know, it goes to another character who is a super evil vamp, super powerful, super hot female vampire. Hey, it's the best kind. That's right. It's not vampire. It's not vampirella. It's not vampy. Oh, I forget the name. Anyway. So up is like, hey, the, the same apparition appears. It's like, hey, I got a favor you could do for me. She's like, yeah, I don't do favors. I am in charge. I'm no one's servant. And she's like, yeah, look, look, look. All right, look. Says it more dark because it's an evil death servant. And the evil death servant says, no, look, you find this. And you'll never have to worry about sunlight again. You'll be your own master. You won't have to write any of that crap anymore. Does that intrigue you? And she's like, mm -hmm. I'm listening. <laughs> Next scene, the same apparition shows up. Fairpale's not evil. I know. Uh, next, the apparition shows up to Purgatory, who's like half demon, half human. That's the red chick on the cover. Okay. And it's like, hey, there's a super powerful amulet might want to be. And she's like, yeah, my own boss. I, you know, kick evil ass all the time. It's like, it's like, yeah, look, you're not as powerful as you think you are. And I know you know that. You just put on a brave face a lot of times. But if you really want to be your own master and get away from like the demonic urges, this will do it for you. It's like, hmm. Which, of course, sets the scene, of course. She's one of Warren, Con best of Warren Conquerations. Yeah, I agree. Which sets the scene, of course, that when it shows the museum where the amulet's being shown mm -hmm. in modern times, sure. you see two museum guards, uh, not guards, janitors, fighting over the amulet. They're both saying, no, it calls to me. It wants me to possess it. So right there, you know. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, so, one of the, uh, janitors kills the other one, and right he's about to grab the amulet, evil Ernie kills him. It's like, wow, you're a bad guy killing your best friend for an amulet. And then right when he's about to grab it, that's the vampire chick, knocks him, you know, halfway across the room. And she's like, ah, oh, I don't know what pathetic kind of creature you are, but, uh, this amulet's clearly mine. Then Purgatory shows up, throws her across the room, is like, no, no, you don't understand, it's obviously mine. I don't understand what you idiots are doing here, but... You know, I need this. And so all three of them start fighting, as one would expect. Mm -hmm. And then this, uh, somewhat, and then throughout the fight, it looks like one of them is about to come out ahead. I'll leave that a mystery because it's actually really fun. But uh, right when the mysterious person is about to grab the amulet, she gets shot in the back of the head by a sniper with magic bullets. Back of the head. Ooh, that's dark. Well, I'll back of the chest. But they'll be fine, because oh. they're all weird undead woogies. Right, right. Okay, fine. Um, the sniper is Catherine Bell, a.k.a. Bad Kitty. And because she also was told that she needed the amulet by the entity. They didn't tell you that, so it was a little mystery. I like how they didn't show you everything. You know, tell that one was pretty cool. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that flashes back to Red Sonia having to kill the vampires who killed the uh, the sailor who took her out. Mm -hmm. uh, when the sniper fires off the magic bullet, creates a large explosion, everything turns white. Then it goes to Red Sonia, and 
after Red Sonia uh, finishes with the killers of the sailor, it's like, yeah, I'm going to have to purge this whole town of vampires. And coming up behind her, Red Sonia doesn't see, is one of the people who was previously fighting for the amulet. So maybe they got put back in time or the amulet or something. I don't know. But it's all crazy. So this is one of those books where you got heroes fighting heroes set up by a villain. It's all crazy. It makes no sense. It doesn't need to. It's just supposed to be fun. And you know what? It is. It's a fun setup. If you're expecting freaking Hamlet from Red Sonia, Age of Chaos, you need to change your priorities. If you expect a fun book with chaos characters being themselves and blood and Red Sonia and there's people getting shot and fangs and stuff, this is your book. The art's pretty good. I liked it. It works really well for the series. The writing is fun. The book moves quickly. It makes sense in context of itself. It sets up a nice cliffhanger. It's a fun book. I like it. It gets four stars. Oh my God. Two in a row. Red Sonia. It's chaos. Number one. Good book. It was fun. I liked it more than I thought I would. The cover alone gets a couple stars. Come on. Look at that. That's good. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. 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 Yes. Wait a minute. Let's take those stars off real quick. That way they're not there. Next time. Big. All right. Stars. Full screen. So remember everyone. What do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Red Sonia, Age of Chaos number one? Did you like it? Are you interested in this book? Do you think it's weird? It is kind of weird. It's supposed to be. Is there a comic book series you'd like me to review? If you like the reviews, like, share this video with your comic book friends. Please, for God's sake. Please just hit like. Please. It really helps the channel and everything. I don't care if you dislike. Because YouTube doesn't care. Because that's, that's called engagement. And you're engaged. And they care about that stuff. Subscribe to Legion of Myth. Anime, comics, games. Be a legionnaire. Garth on out. Yes, my friends, it is Garthon's comic pull. And today we're going to talk about Batman, Curse of the White Knight, number six. Let's get that beautiful face on there. Written by Sean Murphy, art by Sean Murphy, colors by Matt Hollingsworth, who's also, we're sure, actually secretly Sean Murphy. Publication date, 22nd of January, 2020. So that's very recent. If, you know, especially geologically speaking, that was, you know... Just a blink, really. Yeah. I'm not going to sum up. This book's been too crazy. Sure. All right. So Asriel, dressed in a robotic Batman suit, is breaking the Joker out of prison with his with his sidekicks. Uh, why are they doing this? The answer is to piss off Batman. That's pretty much the answer. Yep. Uh, it's a nice little opening scene where they go, they break him out. And one of the sidekicks throws him his giant gun from the killer, you know, with the super long barrel, the the Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. He's like, here, take this. He's like, hey, hey, that's a be careful with that. That's a classic, which I thought was funny. Nice. Uh, so really, uh, basically, they break Joker out of prison. Batman has to chase him down. They find out where his gang went. There's a solo he's spoilers in this. I don't know how I should do it. All right. All right. right. So last issue, Joker, well, Jack Napier, Joker's more sane persona, told Harley something and told not to tell Bruce because it would destroy him. Not to tell Bruce Wayne, who she knows is Batman in this series. Remember, separate separate world for the Sean Murphy verse with Batman. And in this book, he actually asked you to see this page 
there's something you're hiding from you. What is it? She's like, I'm not hiding anything. It's like, look, I know you are. Just, just tell me what it is. Like, I, it's like, look, okay. If it's that important to you, you don't want to tell me, that's fine. I'll trust you that's that important. Which actually is a nice moment to show that the Batman character of the series has grown from being the total paranoid psychopath he was in the first series to was like, he knows that Harley Quinn has a secret about him. But he's cool with it. Letting it go. Yeah, cool with letting it go. Which is incredible growth. And you know, Harley says, you know, thank you for trusting me on that, which is nice. So... Wait, uh, ju- just just for us, does the reader know the secret? No. No. No, we do not. So, Bat is tracking down the priest of the order that... One moment. That Azrael was trained by, was a part of, and he finds out they, that a lot of what's been going on is the backstory that he didn't know about. Because right now, Batman thinks that Azrael is related to a guy who came over to, with Europe, to Europe from Europe mm-hmm. with his great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, Thomas Wayne, to Gotham. And then he'd have screwing Bakar, the, old, the other dude, out of his half of Gotham, flooded his half the land, turned into Gotham Bay, and took it all over for himself. And that's where there's a blood feud between their families. Makes sense. Right. And the priest says, well, that's actually not the whole story. Of course. You see, Backard, Thomas Wayne, went to Gotham to the New World, oh, low many years ago. But at that point, Backard had been kicked out of the Order because we were trying to do things more peacefully and he wanted to do things violently. He was kind of kicked out. So in order to do what he still wanted to do, he got Thomas Wayne to come with him because the Wayne family technically had the legal charter for the land. And then instead of like working with the order, they ended up working with the underworld. They became straight up thugs and criminals. Outstanding. They became pirates. They had prostitutes. They did all the bad stuff. And then they went through after Bakar had gotten Thomas Wayne evil, dirty and evil enough. They went through and killed every single one of Bakar's rivals. They killed every crime boss, every church leader, anyone stood in their way to take over the place. And then, and then at the end, and then whatever, what you think happened where Thomas Wayne kills Bakar is actually not true. Bakar betrays and kills Thomas Wayne and throws him in the well. And that's why the earlier, the, the secret where they found where like the blood is cleaned off the wall and the message couldn't be read. The message was, I am Thomas Wayne. I wonder who scrubbed that clean. Joker did. Of course he did. Because he now knows, because Joker figured out the secret, which now Batman gets to know, that after Thomas Wayne died, Bakar took the name Thomas Wayne and just said, yeah, that's me. I'm Thomas Wayne. I own the place now. Oh, man. And it was all mail correspondence back to England. Mm-hmm. So me, that which would imply, they never say, they don't directly say that Bakar is the scion of the current Waynes. It could be that Thomas Wayne had a kid with some chick and, you know, you just back on racing. I don't know. It's, it really sounds like it, though. That is what they're implying. Who knows? Yeah. 
Um, but with the way Sean Murphy works, I don't think that's what's going to happen. Well, what happens if they continue this would be, he actually still is the Wayne, but Backhart uh, decided to raise Thomas Wayne's son, you know. That's the way Sean Murphy usually works. Yeah. So, Parapsycho is normal Batman, Mrs. Warhawking. But that's the big secret that they were hiding, that he, that uh, Bruce Wayne is not descended from Thomas Wayne, from what they know. Because Thomas Wayne was killed. And that all that is perpetuated upon lies, so a lot of stuff probably shouldn't be happening as the way it did. And Batman's like, yeah, but how do you know all this kind of stuff? This does, it's like, and said that, that because of that, you know, because Gotham is cursed and a priest has got darkness upon itself. And Batman's like, yeah, well, how would you know about that? And the priest is like, trust you, I've been here from Gotham for a long time. I know a lot about curses. And when he looks at himself in the mirror, it looks like Etrigan the Demon. Ooh. So, that's a little teaser. Anyway. So, after that, he goes off. Cooks back up with Harley Quinn. Uh, Harley Quinn, like, puts on a suit, but no mask. And they go off to... The, uh, the monastery where Azrael's hiding out. Uh, it's basically it's Azrael and Joker are hiding out there. and Because the, uh, Azrael wants to be there so he can kill him. So they run out there, of course, because that's what you do. And actually, there's a nice cat and mouse game played out here where they start sneaking through the castle. And you see them trying to evade like Azrael and his robotic Batman suit. Mm-hmm. And Etrigan, yeah, Etrigan, Servant of Merlin, talks in rhymes. I hate that. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but they try and, like, as Batman's dealing with Azrael, Harley Quinn goes to find Joker, who has kidnapped Harley Qu- him and Harley Quinn's kids. Because he wants to kill them in front of Harley. To show that Jack Napier's gone, it's just the Joker now. And he would just find that hilarious. Uh, Raider says, bound to Simon Blood. Interesting you should say that, Raider because the priest, when he introduces himself, uh, introduces himself as Jason Blood. Jason Blood. Hmm. But, Harley goes to rescue, goes to confront Joker, tries to rescue her kids. Joker's got to mess with them. And it basically is the psychological, Joker basically says, tries to confront her with the whole when you came to Arkham, I saw you. You were trying to help me, but I knew what was really aside. You basically tried to do the whole head mind screw with her. It actually is really well written. We're not going to go into the whole thing. Or it says, ah, it is Jason. Oh, cool. But when they finally confront each other, she manages to get the Jack Napier personality to come out long enough for her to grab the kids and run. At which point the Joker person reasserts itself. He's like, you know what? I'm just going to start. I'm just going to kill you anyway. Uh, but then there's like pretty violent internal conflict where the, the Napier person takes control of life to like smash Joker's own eye in. To stop him long enough from, to, from shooting Harley. And then he grabs the gun to shoot himself. But he can't 
do it because the Joker press won't let him. So he tasks, throws the gun to Harley. He says, you need to kill me. And then the Joker press charges her and there's a loud blam. Cut away. Well, you, it looks like he's over the gun. They don't, it's not a clear scene of, you don't know whether he shot her or not or mm-hmm. she shot him or not. Or he got there fast enough and turned the gun around. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the super long barrel gun. Oh, okay. So he couldn't really show him, but knock it to the side or something. Right. Which goes back to the Batman Azrael fight where Bruce is like, we don't need to do this. This is pointless. I know the truth. I don't care. We can talk about this. And Azrael's like, that's not the point. The point is I'm dying anyway. I don't care either. But the only time I fear alive is when I'm fighting. And this is, this is what, what you and men like us understand. Finding that's like, it's like, how could killing bring peace to Gotham. Why are you, why are you doing this? I uh, basically, and that's why you lost everything because you dared to attack the, it says, how does killing bring peace to Gotham? Why did Gordon have to die? You're not a night fighting holy where you're a demon like backer. That's why you lost everything because you dared to attack the Waynes. And that's when the secret is, well, I guess I revealed that part too. That's what Joker reveals the secret of what he saw in the in the wow. uh, bottom of the well. Mm-hmm. That uh, Thomas Wayne lived long enough to write "I am Thomas Wayne" in there. It was he's actually said for Bakar. And that's what Azrael managed to stab Bruce Wayne as Joker laughs because apparently Joker lived, but then again Harley apparently lived too, and shows back up. I guess he not. Is that in a different order? No, it's the right order. It looks like he just amazed able to knock the gun to the side. Hmm. And they both end up showing up later. But as the true descent of Bruce Wayne is revealed, uh, he gets stabbed by Ezra. Well, Azrael stabs him up against a wall with a broadsword. Yes, yeah, so Babs Astro is super villain. Yes. Well, villains. I don't know if they've had super villains back then. Well, giant D-backs. Yeah. Then uh, Harley as kicks Azrael in the face, knocking him off a off the ledge. Then pulls out the super lock Joker pistol and shoots Joker in the face as he says, "Standing." As he says, "What? You won't do it. You don't have that." And then shoots him in the face, and you see like his face getting blown off. So. Uh, wow. Yeah, that didn't miss. Yeah, he's done. Or or he's or he's a, Well, he's it was a graze it was a grazing shot. Oh, damn it. But uh It looks like he, But it does look like he dies at the end though. Mm. But as he basically he's laying there bleeding to death. And he raises up a hand to Harley, and he holds it. Then he raises a hand up to Batman. And Batman just tells him, Jack, she'll be okay. And then he dies. Because he dies as Jack Napier, not the Joker. Cool. So, and that's where the book ends. So, Asriel's still alive out there somewhere. Everything he knows to be true is a lie. Mm -hmm. Joker's dead. This book got weird. <laughs> Real quick. 
but it's interesting. Oh, and the, the Bane cover. That's pretty cool. Bane got killed last issue. There he is on the cover. That's fun. But is it any good? Yes. It is good. It has some nice twists. I've waited a long time for the story to start coming together. I like the art. It works really well. I'm not sure if I like the whole Bruce Wayne isn't really Bruce Wayne. He's really Bruce Backer or something. I don't know about that so much. Um, I want to give it four stars, but I've given everything. I don't care. Four stars! <laughs> For Batman, Cursed White Knight number six. It's a really good book. It's not super day. Awesome. It's a four-star day. I uh, really enjoyed the book. I think you would too. The whole series was in really weird. And I can't believe they killed Joker and Bane. And it's like Sean Murphy's like, you know what? I don't plan on writing more Batman stories. Screw it. They all die. Uh, but it's been really interesting. I enjoyed this. Kite Man will be the new great Batman Ooh, villain. Yes, Kite Man. <laughs> so, good book. What do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Batman Cursed White Knight number six? Is there a comic series you want me to review? Let me know. If you like these reviews, make sure to like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. I'll dislike if you don't like it. You know, tell me why I suck. Say your voice sounds like crap. I know it is. I'm sick. Let me alone. And, uh, but do that. Helps the channel. Subscribe, Legion Myth. Like, share, subscribe. Be a Legionnaire. It is now time to pick a winner. Yes, it is. We have uh, we have we have some entrants right now. Uh, you have about what do you think? Ten more seconds. Ten more seconds, starting now. Type in exclamation point paradise, and you too could be a proud winner of Rusty Lake Paradise, a very dark uh, point and click game, uh, mystery horror, uh, very highly reviewed on Steam. So uh, check it out. What else you are already in? Don't worry. Ravenslayer disagrees with me because the book went too far off the rails. No, nope, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. But this book went off the rails a long time ago, so I already downed it for that. <laughs> You're already riding that. Uh, that the, the train has already got off the rails and is plummeting down the side of a mountain, but it's kind of entertaining, so I'm still on board. Yeah, there you go. All right, so we are going to close entries. Right now. Yeah. And we are now going to pick a winner. Who is it going to be? Let's find out who's it going to be. Baldahar is... Congratulations, Baldahar. Congratulations, Baldahar. You win Rusty Lake Paradise. Outstanding. Tell me how it is. I want to know. You know the routine about Baldahar. Send us a whisper or I think we already have your information. And we will send you the key for that. Yep. Rigged. <laughs> Rigged. Rigs. That's a lethal weapon. All right. Information. Post is Beldahar sucks. <laughs> Hashtag Beldahar sucks. Next time, the 8th of February 2020, 8 p.m. Central. Start spreading the news. If you like today's show, if you didn't, if you like, that show's awful. You guys just should see how bad it is. It's like, spill this. It's terrible. Do that with the Legion of Myth. Yep. Or because it's good. Next time, an anime stream talking about in slash Spectre. That was a... Uh... Uh, submission in Discord from a Discord member, so I'm gonna check that out. And we're gonna talk about Batman because that's what most we likely. Do. We almost always do. Yeah. And we're gonna be giving away Shantae, Half Genie Hero. It's a platform actually with great sound and very positive reviews. It is a great game, actually. Shantae, Half Genie Hero. Cool. It's a good game. All right. Very good game. All right, he the dog. Take it away. All right. Don't forget our main our main channel. 
the Prime channel, the channel you're watching right now. Uh, Sunday at 9 p.m. is Lunar and Silver Star Story with Garthon. And, of course, uh, at uh, 10 a.m. Monday, Central Time, Seven Days to Die, me and Sheriff are going to take on the Day 70 Horde. Check that out. And then that evening, 8 p.m. Central Time, Sheriff and I come back with My Fault and Sauce Mouse and playing Don't Starve Together. We do uh, Seven Days to Die Wednesday. And then Thursday, Empyrean Galactic Survival Team Up with Garthon and I. We are playing PvP against subscribers. If you want to get it on, on my private server, you can. Subscribe to the channel, get the game, and you too can play. They need the help. <laughs> and then Friday, we're doing Seven Days to Die again at 10 a.m. And of course, we had Saturday, 8 p.m., the show you're watching right now, Legion of Myth weekly live stream. We're going to give you, uh, next week is going to be two anime and three comic books and an RNG probably making fun of Star Trek Picard again. I don't know. I don't know. And then on the deuce, the deuce, we have... Max Liao and Nora Max Liao at 12 p.m. Central Time Wednesday and Friday is playing Legends of the Heroes Trails of the Sky, the JRPG he loves, he likes, he wants to play it, he wants you to watch it. And then on Thursday at 11 a.m. Central, Noro comes in, his wife, and they team up playing Portal Knight. So check that out. And I am lost in my slide action. Oh, there we go. Garthon's playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Friday nights and whenever else he can. Be there as a man who knows nothing about Dragon Ball Z goes through the story confused. <laughs> and then of course Gen Con 2020 could join us in Indianapolis. And we may even have a live stream and subscribers could jump on. Maybe so. You know, this is all good stuff. You can do it. The badge registration is right now. It is open. Opened up last Sunday. Check it out now. Get your badge before housing starts. That's February 9th. You don't have a badge, you can't get a room. Get your badge, get your room. Activity sign was 17th of May. The uh, actual time is very important. It'll probably be 11 a.m. Central Time. Probably will be. It's very important. Your game is going to sell out instantly. So get in there quick. Get your fast clicker. Your fast clicker going. And of course, Gen Con starts on 30th of July, 2020. You can talk to us about Gen Con in our Discord channel. Outstanding. And of course, uh, the Twitch TV, Legion of Myth, Legion of Myth 2. Uh, we're loaded with all kinds of stuff that I've already told you about. And our YouTube channel has the individual segments from the live stream and uh, the highlighted video game streams and uh, the recorded TTRPG videos that Max Liao does for box openings and, and such. And uh, let's see, we have Twitter, at Legion of Myth, the video and live stream announcements and giveaway updates. If you want to know what's going to happen on the live stream, then check out our Twitter account. And of course, jump on us for Discord. Uh, we're there We're there quite a bit, so you might be able to chat with one of us. And have any questions, have any concerns, go ahead and throw them up there, and we will answer them. And we want to thank all of our Patreon supporters and Twitch supporters. We really appreciate it. And thank you guys for sticking around. Outstanding. All of our all of our Twitch subscribers, thank you. Thank you to Zahn. Thank you to Ravenslayer. All the people that have given money today, I want to... Uh, thank Garthon for, for being here. He didn't want to be here. He's real sick, but that's the way it is. And I want to thank all of our subscribers, followers, and viewers. We hope to see you again next time. And remember, be a Legionnaire. Remember, everyone, you have one life. Live it well. Live it nerdy. And have a great diurnal enough.